Wow! <laughs> right. Go Jeff. <laughs> yeah, what was that? I don't think they heard you. Let's say that shit one more time. Oh, yeah. Welcome to another really, really good installment of Go Jeff Yourself. This week, we're going to be talking about Magic the Gathering's universe beyond Doctor Who. My name is Jeff, and I started collecting Magic cards during its absolute best expansion, Fallen Kingdom. Uh, it's Fallen Empires, actually. Oh, fuck! That's, that's how good it is! That's how good it is! That is how good it is. Uh, my name's Dante, and I currently have uh, 12 Commander decks and way too oh. many cards to feel comfortable admitting the number out loud. I feel like a real dick right now saying fallen King. <laughs> why did i type i knew in my head it was fallen empire but i typed out kingdom <laughs> because it's all semantics adult. it's all semantics. it dante fallen empire. not a real fan did, did you did your girlfriend oh, buy you I those cards oh uh, yeah she did and her name was mom because i was eight dante <laughs> the only woman that my heart knew at that time <laughs> i knew that there's only eight cards in those booster packs mm-hmm. little... <laughs> oh god, man what, yeah. a, what a bad step I, god as far god, as nostalgia goes so like, yeah that's that's my set though the little the, like the crown expansion symbol i loved mm-hmm. it four different oh, arts and yeah. some of the cards or just it was oh man i have such yeah. great nostalgia for such a trash fire of a set when i started playing magic again um, mm-hmm. The store had packs on sale for like $2. And I was like, I'm buying a lot of these. And I opened them all up and got all trash. And I was like, I love everything about this experience. <laughs> the smell is the best. And looking at the the art is amazing. But I will never play with these cards. Oh, no. Yeah, they're absolute <laughs> fucking garbage. Oh, I think man, I started so playing bad. in like fourth edition. And yeah. That, that, yeah. that's, that's right. Was that it, it right before? Fourth was right before or right after Fallen Empire? It, it was, was like I think it was, it was right after. Yeah, it was very shortly after. Um, yeah, actually, it, I started collecting, but I didn't know how to play for like a year or two. So I didn't actually start playing until like uh, Mirage, maybe something oh, like man. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I was. Yeah, I was starting to play around. Yeah, like Mirage Visions and stuff like that. And I had no idea how phasing worked. I still don't know how phasing works. Yeah, uh, I don't banding. think any of us really know. Yeah, ban- I, I, I've been in bands and I don't even know what banding is. I have, <laughs> that I have no clue for. Phasing, mm-hmm. I was just playing on Arena the other night and somebody phased my creatures out as I was about to win. And I was like, what the hell? Where did this come from? You can't do this. Bullshit. What kind I, of uh, this is a- standard? I, I was playing standard. I have an Orzhov Angels deck. And I was like, are you kidding me? Right now, you sir? You f- <laughs> that is that is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, man. But oh, yeah, you goodness. got... I forgot that you were a standard player now. And you don't, you don't, uh, you don't log on to Arena for like Brawl or anything. No, and it's, it was, it's almost by necessity. Because uh, you mentioned you have 12 Commander decks. I currently yep. have maybe like six... But I haven't made, I haven't built a new one. I haven't bought, I bought like one pre-con um, from Innistrad that's just sitting there. Um, and, but I haven't, I haven't played since I played with you right before my baby was born at the end of 2022 over Spell Table. 
Um, cause I was going very regularly, like twice a week to my local shop in mm-hmm. New Haven, Connecticut, Elm city games, which is an amazing store. If you're in the Connecticut area, go support them. Great people, great community. Uh, I couldn't ask for a better experience for several years that I went there. Um, but then yeah, life got in the way and then COVID happened. And I was like, ah, I can't play. So like my, the only way I can play magic and I play every single day is arena. And mm-hmm. I, I started dipping my toes in alchemy. It's the thing is, is like, I'm not good at magic. I'm a lot better now than I used to be, but I'm still not mm-hmm. like good. So it's difficult enough for me to like, remember cards. And then Alchemy's like, this one's different. <laughs> you thought you knew what this card did because you played against it 700 times. Well, it's not. <laughs> it fucks you more now. <laughs> and I'm like, that is, that's no fun. Um, so yeah, pretty much just like I've just been playing standard, mostly kind of net decking, which like I've mm-hmm. always been bad at building decks anyway. So like yeah. I'm not gonna build a deck I know is just gonna lose every time. I'll net deck, I'll tweak it a little, add some mm-hmm. cards, some different cards. But it's great because you have access to cards that you don't have to pay a hundred dollars for. Like you can use whatever card you want to use as long as you have it, and you know. There's mm-hmm. people argue about like the in-game, um, the economy. Like, yeah. The in-game economy. I don't think it's great, but it sure as shit is cool. When this deck is like, Oh, you need four mythics that in real life cost $114 each, but I just have four wild cards that I just have. Like I spend five to $15 every three months just mm-hmm. to like get, get enough gems to do the mastery pass. So I just get a little bit more rewards. And that's oh, it. Okay. That's what I pay for the game. It's, it, I mean, and then I just, I, I have so much gold and wild cards saved up, but yeah. So I just play standard. Um, Cause I never did before, but I'm like, it really taught me how to strategize more and make less dumb moves. Stop oh, just playing what I think I should do. Just sequencing. It taught me how to do that better. I've always had problems with that. I'm like, oh, I should play this land. But I was like, yeah, but I just lost a turn because this enters tapped mm-hmm. or the effect yeah, yeah. doesn't take place. And you have to play this before this. You know, that's that's what magic is. It's a game of sequencing. And I've gotten a lot better at that. And it helps having like the, you know, the game infrastructure. Like you can't miss a trigger. Um or you can't do things that are illegal. Like for the oh, longest yeah, exactly. time, dude, for the longest time <laughs> before I got back into magic, if there was a car that was like evolving wilds, I would just tap that as like a carless land. You can't do that. <laughs> it doesn't say tap and add mana. Like I was just tapping it. Mm-hmm. Somebody called me out like six years ago on that. And I was like, I'm an asshole. And it's still ruminating inside of me because six years later, I'm talking about it on the internet to you. Um, no, but absolutely. yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, you should probably go to therapy about that because it seems like a deep-seated uh, traumatic memory for you. But, but yeah, Commander is my favorite. I fell in love with it when I got back into Magic. I just – I watch Commander content, like, mm-hmm. several times a week. I love it. I keep up with it. But I just I, – I haven't played – I don't even have the time. Even if COVID wasn't a thing and I was going to shops, I just don't have the time with work and uh, being a new dad. And, like, you know, I don't have time to sit down for a three-hour game you know no that makes that makes complete sense and like i also just don't have the time because my schedule is completely and utterly fucked i'm a librarian and i work the night shift so so like i i never get the opportunity to go out to my local game store i have to work with the group of local friends that i've got one of whom is a nurse who also works 
a ridiculously weird schedule. So yeah, I, I get to play Magic like once every two or three months at this point because no one's playing uh, digitally anymore. Like no one's playing over uh, spell table, at least not the uh, the folks that I used to play with. Uh, yeah, because I mean, why would you if you could like play in person? Playing in person, yeah, it's the gathering. That's what we do it for. That's what we play it for. But yeah, I mean, exactly, yeah, it's dude. Playing arena is great. Like, if I'm taking a poop, <laughs> I mean, not to be graphic, <laughs> but like, I don't have mm-hmm. to stop. I don't have to pause. Like, if I'm watching, if my wife wants to watch a show that I don't like that she likes cool i'm playing my game or if i'm like at Mm -hmm. night we're just watching like a reality show to just pass some time i'm playing magic i'm invested in that you know and like i I never made it to mythic the highest i got is like platinum two which i'm very proud of myself for getting there because i don't grind it you know what i mean like i'm not sitting here for hours and hours like i play every day but Mm -hmm. that's one game that's three games maybe on a weekend or something i might get like five games in um Mm -hmm. Without people scooping. I mean, if they scoop, that's awesome. Like, if we're at 20 Life and you want to scoop and bring me up a little bit, cool. Let me do that. But I'm also, I do the same thing. Somebody drops a turn one rune crab. I'm probably not staying around many turns. I'm just like, (laughs) just just concede, get your gold, get your prize. I'll lose a slot, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, man. Maybe maybe I should. It's just like, I've just never been big about, about games on my phone before. Oh, dude, me either. But like... It's once you get used to it, it and it doesn't even take you long to get used to it. So like watching magic arena content on YouTube, mm-hmm. I don't really get into, I could follow along with it. I understand what's happening. I don't get into it, but you know, one after things like, you know, command zone and game nights, like mm-hmm. those dudes are producing like television program quality games. Um, and like, you, you can't just go back. You can't just watch arena. <laughs> It's like watching no, Hearthstone. Like, I don't want to, I don't know. I don't like what, but playing it, you get this. It's, it's the same thing. I wish there was more um, like interaction. Like you can't chat with people you're playing with. If you have like, if you and I, if you get it, we have a friend's mm-hmm. code. We could play together. We could be on discord and like talk to each other. I've haven't tried that yet. Um, mm-hmm. I just play, you know, random people online. Um, I've yeah. drafted a couple times it's it's fine it's a little annoying because like it just it takes as long as a regular draft because there's people oh, there yeah. that you're just waiting for them to pick and it gets kind of boring you're just like sitting by yourself in your office and i'm like okay there's not like mm-hmm. the conversation to be had um, oh yeah like at a table or you know you do miss out on a lot but it's definitely the last year and a half since i've been playing it it's been a, a huge part of my life and just staying current with the game because i don't think i'd stay as current or care as much about this thing that I love um, mm-hmm. if I didn't have it. No. Yeah. I think most of my, yeah, most of my interaction with the game just kind of comes from a, uh, from magic Twitter now. Like that's uh, yeah, like magic sure. Twitter, magic YouTube and magic podcasts. That's pretty much it. Like I don't really do much. Uh, I don't do much playing for someone who consumes as much magic content as I do. It's just feels oh, fucking dude, weird. Me either. I mean, uh, there was a long time I wasn't playing in the early 2000s. This is kind of when podcasting started to pick up. And I listened to a few magic podcasts and I was like, this is the only way I'm consuming this. And I was like, so well, like I yeah. came back and there's planeswalkers, there's poison. I'm like, what the hell happened here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just went out for a short drive and I came back and the house is on fire. What's going oh, yeah. on? 
Yeah. And then we come back in 2016 and there's like fucking vehicles and equipment. And I was like, what the hell is this? Kaladesh was the first set that came out since I came back. Eldridge Moon was the set that was out when I came back. But Kaladesh mm-hmm. was the first one. I was like, a new set is coming out. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Energy vehicles. This is cool. Artifacts are brown again. Yeah. That's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was very cool. Oh. But yeah, let's oh, let's talk about... Um, Universes Beyond in general, and then get more into Doctor Who specifically. Um, sure. So, so should, should magic, we explain Universes like, Beyond? Yeah, I think we should. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with this. So Ristic Studies is a YouTube channel. Very, very popular YouTube channel. If you're listening to this podcast, there's a 100% chance, 99% chance you know Ristic Studies. Um, <laughs> and, and he did this amazing video and like... 2019 maybe 2018 about card frames and he Mm -hmm. showed every single card frame that they've ever had from 1993 until that point and he got really in depth with it it was so cool it It was was right easily the best video that he's ever done oh you've seen it oh yeah i've seen it yeah i love rustic studies absolutely incredible and i was like man and he just got into like inventions and then the um the Amonkhet ones, the invocations, which are, mm-hmm. you know, controversial. Are, um, but yep. since then, magic just went absolutely fucking crazy. They're like, oh, variant common mm-hmm. covers exist. We're going to do the same thing. Here's 300,000 new card frames, um, which I like. I think it's fine. I think now when you look at a deck, like the cards are just so bon- Like it doesn't, I get that it doesn't look like magic, but. It's still, it's the same game. We all understand it. Yeah. It's not different. The only things that are different are like when they do those like secret layers that have no frames and things oh, are just yeah. kind of thrown around. Um, mm-hmm. But with that said, I just wanted to say that because a lot of people are like, it's it's not magic to have all these different frames. That's kind of what Universe is Beyond is. Dante, do you want to just briefly say sure. what Universe is Beyond is? For people yeah. listening to a magic podcast... <laughs> <laughs> in case they don't know yeah so universes beyond is uh magic taking other ips from non-magic settings and importing them into cards uh the first one the and perhaps the most controversial one was when they imported characters from the walking dead uh like and specifically amc's the walking dead not the comics um right and they pulled them into a exclusive secret layer that you could only buy for what thirty days, two weeks, something like uh, something yep. like that. And, uh, and for the lo- for the longest time, uh, we thought like this was going to be a one and done. If you didn't get your Walking Dead's here, uh, then you weren't going to be able to get them anywhere. And and they're mechanically since... different cards, like they're brand new cards. Oh that yeah, that's, were, yeah, that's that are legal. I think they're legal in like legacy. I mean, they're legal in commander and yeah, they're legal you know, in eternal formats. Yeah. Yeah. Legal legacy vintage and commander. Um, and that's how they originally started. They've since come out with uh, street fighter secret layers uh, or street fighter universes beyond stranger things, universes beyond. Yeah. So, so um, in order, basically what happened was the walking dead and I, I don't, I don't like it aesthetically. I don't think it fits in. I get it. If people want to play it, mm-hmm. you can play it. That's fine. I have nothing against that, but like magic is a fantasy series and sure. There's a million different types of fantasy that magic can be, <clears throat> including mm-hmm. like steampunk or, you know, 
other things like that. But Walking Dead is like people wearing like leather jackets and, you know, <laughs> like yeah. modern and, you know, clothing. Driving, driving Jeeps. Yeah. And I was like, it doesn't, it takes you out of that experience, which I get. Um, so they did Walking Dead. Stranger Things, same thing. I don't really dig that. But they mm-hmm. were cool. They used like the, the friendship thing and they used like the, the characters and locations. I, yeah. I think it's I mean, fine. And they're I mean, also, like, they're mm-hmm. they're taking these cards that are mechanically different and then just magic-fying them, like the same exact cards, but making them different cards, which is kind of weird. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, six months later, which is about the t- from the time that you order a secret layer to the time that it's on your doorstep is about six months anyway. So with, yeah, it kind of defeats the entire purpose. And then we have Arcane, which was a wildly popular TV series on Netflix, which was based on mm-hmm. League of Legends, I believe. Um, yep. That's kind of fantastical. So I think I saw these and the art looked like poop, but whatever. Um, I mean, yeah, they just it was taken straight from the uh, TV. Yeah, show. they were like screenshots. They looked really 90s and corny. Um, but mm-hmm. then not part of Universes Beyond, which I think is good, are the two Dungeons and Dragons set that we had. And I mean, people yeah. were still complaining about Dungeons and Dragons as much as they were complaining about um, The Walking Dead. But like, to me, D and D and Magic, it's the same thing. Like, it's sword and sorcery. Like, what else yeah. do you want? Like, that is what Magic is. I mean, like, and, and not to mention uh, that Magic Research and Development is literally right across down the, the hall. Dungeons yeah. and Dragons Research and Development. I think I think both of those series, just as far as flavor, absolutely fucking killed it. Um, I, I love how they handled the dungeon mechanic. Um, I love how they didn't overdo it. Like two sets, and we only have four dungeons. Um, mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. you know, like, uh, but I love the uh, I love the dice rolling aspect of it as well, though. Like, I've dun- always I've fantastic. Always wanted that in Magic. It makes no sense that they didn't do more dice rolling in Magic ever since, because we all have dice. It's fun mm-hmm. in the unsets. We there have been a few dice rolling cards, but yeah, that's such a great mechanic. Um, or not? It's not technically a mechanic, but just w- addition to standard magic. And yeah, like Forgotten Realms was standard legal. Battle for Baldur's Gate mm-hmm. is commander legal. So mm-hmm. um, I think those were great. And they also announced it hasn't come out yet, but like the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, dude, fine. Like, okay, yeah, we're going to see Frodo on a magic card. But again, sword and sorcery. It's awesome, dude. Like, you could... I don't think you're going to pull people who have never played magic who are into Lord of the Rings into this. I mean, one, mm-hmm. two, however many. It's not going to be enough to, like, make a huge difference. But, like, it's oh, yeah. such I, a great I thing. Like, you have you have the stuff there. All the, the, yeah. the ideas are there. Yeah, the, the ideas are there. And, like... I mean, like, why not use them? I mean, like, I, I, I don't want to sound like a corporate shill here, but, like, companies are around to make money, and if they feel like they can goose their sales by giving us special editions of Magic Card that have Gandalf on them or have, you know, like, Eleven on them or whatever, like, why the hell not? I mean, like, I don't Dude, know that there th- are many people who are getting into Magic the Gathering because there's Fortnite characters doing the floss on a, no, on a card. Not but, at all. Like, like I know yeah, that there's like a said. lot of... Huh? Like you said, Fortnite was another secret layer drop. The cards look yeah. bad. They're they're just magic cards that they put a skin on. They're they're just yeah. fun, stupid things. They're not new cards. Street Fighter, I don't I think they were new no, cards. Street Fighter are mechanically unique. Yeah. Um that's fine, whatever. But Lord of the Rings, dude, I, I retweeted something a few days ago. 
um, at time of recording, the artist posted like this, like 16 card sheet. It was like all these cards connect. Oh yeah. And it was the most beautiful magic art I've ever seen. If you didn't mm-hmm. watch Lord of the Rings and you just read it and you looked at this, you were like, this is magic. It's, it's fucking magic. The gathering dude, it looks so yeah. good. And I cannot oh. wait to see this universe explored in magic. Oh God. I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait as well. And I think my favorite part of seeing that entire 16 card spread was the fanboys who were so upset that Aragorn was black. In that, uh, in that, that <laughs> I didn't even display. notice that. Yeah. Oh my God. Like the, the, of course, like there are people that are like resuming and like, holy shit, that's Aragorn and he's black. Totally never intended for this to happen. Like, it's a fucking interpretation of Lord of the yeah. Rings. Like, who cares? He's a fictional king of a fictional country that doesn't fucking exist. Like, because <laughs> I'm just sure let they're going to use. I'm sure they're going to use the books as most of their source material. There's only so far they can go away from how they physically look from the movie without being sure. Like, you know, yeah. But yeah, who who cares if he's black? Uh, I I think it's great. Like when when all the those female characters in Avengers Endgame showed up in the theater, I was like, yeah, because it was a cool scene. But then I was like, yeah. yeah, yeah, because I knew incels were crying, and it just made me so happy. I oh, love absolutely. it. Whenever that comes up, whenever mm-hmm. that meme comes up, I'm like, oh man, there's so many people just sad. So many shitty people that I hate are sad right now, and that makes me extra happy. Um, oh, but God, yeah, yeah. And, and we also have Warhammer 40k which I never played but like okay it's like space fantasy I think it falls in line enough with magic to where I've seen preview cards of this it's a, it's a fucking magic set dude it looks great oh yeah I mean and ever since Kamigawa Neon Dynasty came out like well like we've got we've got uh, future cyberpunk uh, Japan why the Dante, hell do you have, have Warhammer <laughs> you have a rat wearing a, a biker cut that's neon riding a motorcycle. That's magic. Yeah, exactly. That's a regular set, Dante. We have that's a regular biker, set. <laughs> we have biker mice from Mars, <laughs> universes beyond, Seeker Leo drop coming soon. So then we get to, get to the the big boy that shocked me. I didn't. I never saw this coming. Is Doctor Who Commander decks coming out in twenty twenty three? And, and, like, and not just commander decks, collector boosters as well. Yeah, so like they can do a lot more stuff that aren't confined to deck building. And I was like, wow, this is wild. Like Doctor Who's one of my all-time favorite franchises. I think we can do another episode on how we got into that. But um, but yeah, I was like, I'm 50-50 on this based on everything I just said, right? Let's Let's mm-hmm. just take... Walking Dead and Lord of the Rings, right? Walking Dead, I don't like because it's too modern. It's too realistic. Um, Lord of the Rings, I like because it's fantastical. Warhammer 40K, I like because it's space fantastical. Doctor Who is a mix of both. So I think that it's going to be weird to see a card with Ace on it uh, wearing like a a denim vest. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But then also like a Weeping Angels card. Or just like any other monster card that's like off Earth, um, mm-hmm. and, and then seeing like the Doctor and like the Ninth Doctor wearing a leather jacket and a buzz cut is going to be weird to see on a card. Um, oh yeah, but, like like seeing like seeing a sonic screwdriver or the TARDIS <laughs> is going to be a little jarring. Yeah, the, the Sonic not so much, just because there are weapons that glow and things like that. 
But yeah, a TARDIS is seeing police box on a magic card is going to look weird. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think there's much text on magic cards anyway. Kind of like Star Wars, how you don't see any real alphabet in Star Wars at all. Um, yeah. I'm sure there's got to be. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I'm sure there is. Anyway, yeah, it, yeah, it's going to be jarring. But I think that with Doctor Who, there's so much to explore, too. Like, all there's a lot of weird time travel stuff. There's a lot of, like, regenerations. And there's just so many characters that bring so much stuff, so much variance, so many monsters, so many worlds to explore. Um, so I think that... It's kind of a home run. Like if we're getting four decks and then boosters, like <clears throat> you're looking at what, like two, two to three hundred new cards. Uh, yeah, like two to three hundred new cards. And um, I sent you that video that the professor uh, threw up. Yeah, so I was um, going to watch that on my lunch break, but then I, I didn't get a chance. Um, but I didn't get a chance. So well, one of the one of the points that he made was that the reason why he's okay with universes beyond now is that they have made the promises to create uh, mechanically identical cards uh, to the universes beyond one, but like in magic skins, right? So there's like, so like Rick from the walking dead will eventually get some sort of magic equivalent. And they've done that stranger things ones, but, but that to me seems like watering down things. I mean, yes, like it does seem like watering down things, but also like, um, as you said, there's going to be two, three hundred new cards. Um, I mean, like I mean, over four hundred new cards, assuming that all, um, no, that all the the commander deck stuff is completely and utterly unique. That's four commander decks, hundred cards a piece. That's four hundred new cards plus collector boosters and secret layers um, that they're going to do for for Doctor Who. Like this is too much. It's absolutely too much to get a magic equivalent in there. And, you can't, like, and I think does, they even said with Lord of the Rings. Way? With Lord of the Rings, I think they even said you're not going to get every single Lord of the Rings card with a magic redo. But where are they even going to release these? Just like, are they're not going to do an entire set called something totally different that's Lord of the Rings. They're just going to sprinkle them in throughout sets over the next 13 years. Like, it just yeah. seems logistically strange. Or they're just saying that now and it'll never happen. But I don't know. I, I don't really like... So when they did Godzilla, Godzilla and the Dracula ones, they're just skins over mm-hmm. existing cards. And they yeah. put the the little um, like subtitle to what the card, the original card is. You're not going to get yeah. that with a magic card. Well, the Stranger Things one don't say 11, <laughs> Dustin, no, yeah. uh, Hawkins yeah, Laboratory. Exactly. So you don't know. Like mm-hmm. when I saw those cards, I was like, oh, this is just a new magic card. I had no idea it was a Stranger Things card until somebody told me. So I don't know. It just seems kind of strange that they would put all that work into that. I guess if, <clears throat> if you're a, a Magic the Gathering purist, um, and you don't want to see, you know, like a, a and, and you don't want it reminded that it's eleven the mage. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, or if you don't want to see a Cyberman on a card, but you're cool with like Solemn Silamacrum, I guess whatever, um, or some mm-hmm. other kind of Gollum. Uh, I, don't, I think people are just splitting hairs with that. I, I get that you don't want. I don't know. I mean, it's the kind of the natural evolution of the game, though, because like, like when. When we started Magic way back when in middle school, uh, like Magic cards looked a certain way, and Pokemon was also uh, a very big property at the time. And those Pokemon cards, like they all looked that certain way. 
You look at a Pokemon card now, it looks nothing like the Pokemon cards that but we had to, back in the 90s. to be fair... And I feel like this they, is the same evolution. To be fair, they do. But they also do the special weird things. The, the special weird things have evolved. Um, Pokemon did it first. They, they were ahead of the curve. But like the standard regular Pokemon cards still have the yellow border, still have the art. I mean, they were Pokemon was designed by wizards before it, um, they lost the rights again. But they kept it. They kept the same way. The energy cards still looked like energy cards. Um, then they have double foil, no shadow, extra foil, inverted, inside out, up your butt and around the corner, fudges made cards. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean... I mean, even if you don't like it, like the soul rings from Warhammer, we're getting four different soul ring arts. And they and look like a amazing. Card that, yeah, they look great that everybody uses. Are you telling me that the prof isn't going to take one of those soul rings ever and use it in a deck of his? Come on, dude. I mean, probably not because he's a grouchy old man sometimes. True. Yes, yes. And he doesn't play commander <laughs> unless it's with famous pop stars. I mean, that's Dante, probably if, true. If you could play commander <laughs> with any famous pop star, who would you pick? If I could play Commander with any famous pop star, does it have to be music? Because, like, I really want to play Magic with Stephen Colbert. <laughs> I just yesterday in the car, we were waiting for our groceries to be delivered. And um, I forgot, some song came on. It reminded me of uh, that video with Stephen Colbert rapping to Chance the Rapper and then going on a tangent about how it's in the same time signature as a poem that Tolkien wrote. And I was like, this is hilarious. And she's like, it's not funny, though. I was like, yeah, he's such a nerd. It's great. And everything he's saying yeah. makes sense. Um, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I was thinking more yeah. around, along the lines of like something crazy that wouldn't make any sense. Like Boy George. Oh. And I bring Boy George up because <laughs> on the highway, there's a billboard for uh, mm-hmm. Culture Club is playing. And I was like, I thought Boy George was in prison for literally kidnapping a man and chaining him in his basement. Um, but apparently oh, he's on tour. So yeah. <laughs> oh goodness that's that's wild imagine that conversation so uh yeah this is how you play magic and also um weren't you in prison for kidnapping a man (laughs) like i'm gonna play this card oubliette on you does it remind you of anything (laughs) dude the thing that really sucks about post malone being like the ambassador for magic to the mainstream is that yeah I hate Post Malone's music. And I didn't know who Post Malone was besides that one track that he did on the Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack. Yeah, so that song, and there's another one, Better Now, that at my last job, my boss just played like a generic Spotify playlist over and over again. Mm -hmm. And like three times a day, I heard that and it drove me absolutely fucking insane. And just looking at him, I judged him. I was like, he has bad tattoos. He doesn't make good decisions. Um, but then he shows up on these shows and I'm like, ah, oh, he's like a, a likable character and he, he likes the game. Um, and it makes me oh, mad yeah. because like I, I want now, like I would love to like his music knowing that he's good, but I, I just, he's bad. Like he shows up and he'll do like a cover of Nirvana and everybody's like, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard since Nirvana. And I was like, first of all, slow down. Nirvana ain't that great anyway. It's just all in your head nostalgia. And second of all, he sucks. He's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I admit oh, well, you, that can I you, haven't... Can you do better? Are you a better musician? Dude, I can enjoy the Statue of David without having to fucking carve something. Chill out, dude. <laughs> the That's only thing I carve is a, is, a, is a honey ham. <laughs> Shut up uh, and yeah, sit but... down, you little shit. I mean, yeah. I, uh, but yeah I, I don't understand the... Uh, I don't understand the obsession with Post Malone. I mean, like, yeah. 
he's a he's a great player. He's a cool guy. He seems uh, he seems great, but like he, I've listened to the music and it just doesn't inspire me. Uh, yeah, and all. then like oh dude oh yeah, Post Malone uh, made the Game Night's theme song. The the other one was better. Okay, Post Malone made like it in the- Fruity Loops. Whatever, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, mean, but man. whatever. Like, this is not the Post Malone podcast. Like, you know, like, no. I think I think. Thank God, like, talk me into it. I'm glad Talk Me Into ended because Jimmy wanted to talk us into Post Malone and I kept pushing it off. So I dodged that. Oh, moment. man. Um, but yeah, dude, oh, like, I'm excited delightful. to see what mechanics they do with like the TARDIS. Like, are they going to have interior mm-hmm. TARDISes? Are they, you know what I mean? Like, it, oh, they yeah. can just do so many things. So many sonic screwdrivers, different doctors, mm-hmm. all the outfits, like regeneration outfits. Um, Shooty Gott was going to be in it. And I'm sure that they know what his new costume will look like way before this comes out. Um, cause you know, course, I, I yeah. used to work, I, I worked side by side with, uh, my last job in the BBC and I, I saw some stuff before it was announced publicly too. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's so cool. I'm super excited to see like no, what it, they're going to do. I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with, um, with regeneration because like, like that, that's a, yes. a mainstay of Dr. Who mythology. Like, how do you, how do you represent that on a card that only has two faces where I was going like, to say where, maybe a flip, where one character a dies and he regenerates into something else. Like, are they going to have, are they going to play with like a wish board? Or are they going to play with, uh, are they going to play with double-sided cards? Like how is this going to work? Yeah. I'm, I'm very excited to see how they handle all of it. And like, the more I think about it, the more excited I get, even though it does take me out of the magic universe, I still mm-hmm. cannot wait to see how the gameplay works. Um, I it's think, just, yeah, I think, I have been hoping for more and more plane chase cards uh, ever since uh, ever since I learned what plane chase is. This is variant of magic, or specifically commander, where you uh, where you start on a plane or like you know a world in magic, and then you roll a dice every so often, and you will uh, and you'll change places, you'll change locations, and different locations will give you different benefits or debuffs or something like that, and. I'm hoping because like it seems like Doctor Who, with the TARDIS being able to zip around to any place in space or time, that this is the fantastic, uh, fantastic opportunity to revive Plane Chase. Like you, like even uh, even if it's just themed, it's just like themed after just Doctor Who planets or doc or or different time different times uh, that the Doctors visited in the show, or even like you know, stuff that uh, so the new Doctor's going to going to be in. Like this seems like it's a fantastic place for that, and that's what I'm really hoping for uh, for uh, for some of the new Commander products. Yeah, that was <laughs> when we when I played on Spell Table with you, we did Plane Chase, and I just I had just moved oh, yeah. at the time. I forgot, or I was just moving. I forgot what happened, but all my decks were like packed, and I was like, I just bought this precon. I forgot what it was. It wasn't. Um, it was like a landfall deck. And I was like, Oh yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. Obun. Obun, yeah. And I was like, I don't even have sleeves for this. Whatever. Let's just play. And you guys came with all of your decks. You had the snaky snake deck, and there were some other things yep. I had no idea what they even were. And we were playing plane mm-hmm. chase, and I think I kind of slipped under the radar because they're like, All right, he's playing with some precon. And then we were on some plane with werewolves, and it was like accidentally killed one of your friends, all of their cards somehow. And mm-hmm. I just like snuck in for the win with like, and uh, just a preak right out of the box. I just opened the box, and I was like, "This was possible because of plane chase." Um, oh yeah, because it puts restrictions on you. Certain people get bonus. It, it was so fun. 
Um, it is mm-hmm. such a great variant. And I almost bought a plain chase box set one time on Amazon for like 70 bucks. And I should have, cause now they're Don't, expensive. You totally should have. That's yeah. Such a great I, price. I was like, it'll get lower. So no, it won't. Idiot. Yeah. I'm, I'm upset about that. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have anything else specifically to say about the Doctor Who one other than as a Doctor Who fan, I'm excited. But mm-hmm. if, had I not been a Doctor Who fan, let's say they did this on Harry Potter, which I see a very real possibility. I never got into Harry Potter. I watched the movies um, mm-hmm. in a row for the first time like five or six years ago. I retained almost no information. Um, and mm-hmm. also, fuck J.K. Rowling. And I know that um, I recently went on her Twitter because I was like, surely, surely she's not up to her old tricks again. No, she's turfing mm-hmm. it every day, dude. Every fucking day she's posting. Are some you serious? Anti- yeah. I went like a week ago because I was I was reading about it and I was like, at what point? Because like, she, you know, there's Harry Potter theme parks and stuff. And <clears throat> like yeah. I said, I used to work with a company that licensed toys and stuff. When we had Harry Potter products, you know, we worked mm-hmm. with this company. But like if we came up with an idea for a product, we'd have to run it through the toy company or whatever company we're working with. And they would have to run it through JK Rowling herself personally approved every single piece of Harry Potter merchandise that ever existed up to a certain point. Right. And she made money on every single thing. Yeah. So if she didn't like something, you just couldn't make it. She had to just like give the thumbs up or thumbs down. And, um, and I was like, at what point? Cause she, she sold her. I, I don't know exactly what happened, but basically she's not making any new money on stuff. So probably Warner brothers is like, listen, you got to sell to us or, you know, we can't do this because you're canceled, whatever. Um, and I'm like, Goodness. at what point had she already made her money back to where you can start spending ha- money on Harry Potter and she won't make money, which is a dumb way to think about it, but it makes you feel a little bit better. And um, I, I don't know the answer to that, but like mm-hmm. if they do a universe is beyond, I could see this universe working with magic very well. It's mm-hmm. a franchise one. I'm not interested in, Two, I don't fucking want J.K. Rowling to see one penny of mine. Um, oh, absolutely like, not. So, like, how would I feel then? How would somebody feel that doesn't care about Doctor Who at all, which is further from fantasy than Harry Potter is, about all these new cards coming out? They might be amazing cards that they want to play, and they're going to mm-hmm. play with them, but they have to put it in a deck of theirs where it just thematically doesn't fit. And I could see why people don't want that. Um, and it will happen in the future. You know, Doctor Who is a shock to mm-hmm. me that they're going ahead with it, um, especially since these last five, six years seems longer. Um, I would say since the 12th Doctor, you know, merchandise, like, dude, when I was working for that company, like we, we didn't, they didn't have the, the 12th Doctor's new Sonic until like seven months after it was on screen. They knew oh, about man. it before. They were shown it before. They didn't, and like no new figure, like the new figure suck. Everything's late. They have mm-hmm. like nothing cool. And it just seems like BBC merchandising kind of just stopped giving a shit after Matt Smith. Um, well, so I it's mean, really, yeah, because, it's really crazy yeah. that like magic makes a lot of money um, that they would do this. But like, yeah, I don't know if, I mean, if another franchise it's record profits every single quarter. So like, of course they want to do this. This is still yeah. record profits. What are some franchises you would like to see? And what are some franchises you think that are possibly possible that you don't want to see? Ooh. Oh man. Uh, I mean, obviously the first thing that comes to my mind is the Avengers. Like I want to see the Avengers and magic together. Cause if they oh, did my that, God. I would like, I would just empty my fucking bank account. I think that a lot of people would buy into it then, 
But I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I think that's too far and too zany. Like thematically. It's it's um, farther it's farther thematically than Doctor Who. Like I don't like, know. Uh, like I a, think a Doctor kid, Who a is a kid from Brooklyn who takes drugs and beats up Nazis with frisbees is <laughs> is that far out? <laughs> is that, is that Okay, far out I would love that, I would uh, love to see Nazis getting punched. Yeah. I'd love to see a Nazi getting punched on a magic card for sure. Um, I think, I mean, anything fantasy, dude, like anything Elder Scrolls, Wheel of Time. Oh my God. I don't think they would do it, but Wheel of Time would be great as a universe Um, beyond. And you know what I think would, uh, would fit really thematically in, and I'm honestly surprised that they hadn't considered this yet, is one of my favorite franchises of all time, Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh. Which, which I talked to you, I talked you into a couple of years ago on uh, another podcast. Yeah, and that is. You could still listen to that. Talk me into. Um, I believe the feed is still up, so you can check it out on Spotify or wherever. Yeah, but yeah, like I mean, if if you're not familiar with Avatar, like it's about this this ancient pseudo Chinese uh, Chinese world where folks can bend the four classical elements of air, earth, fire, and water, and there's this epic story that follows sixty episodes and. It's basically just magic. Like it's magic oh, in, okay. a, like in a pseudo Chinese setting. I am very here with you for this. If the art doesn't look anything like the show and it's all high fantasy art. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> that, that would be cool. It would be amazing, right? Like who's I the, think the, the big, like the, the big animal guy franchise. Who's the, the flying animal guy that they have. Appa. Appa, could you imagine like a serious Appa card? Like some no, kind of, could he's not. a dragon. <laughs> yeah, it would just be like this brooding Appa. Oh my God, it'd be so great. Oh my God, it's funny. Like I've got, I've got, I've got Appa right over here. I'm I showing could... this to Jeff on camera. Oh, you do? Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Um, they've already done Godzilla. I could see them doing like a Kong Skull Island type of deal. Um I think that would work fine as a secret layer drop. You're not going to do like a full commander set, but um, I mean, I mean, you could like, there's a, there's a bunch of those movies, but how much variance can you get? I mean, I, uh, I suppose, I can, I suppose I can also see them doing like predator and alien, but I don't know if I would like it. Oh man. <laughs> God, I had this horrible idea. That like I hope that they don't make it, but I think it, I think the franchise is past its time. But uh, they could probably do like a Twilight kind of thing. Oh, uh, they would never. I don't think they. <laughs> I, I would cry. I don't think but so. You, but I would. I would love to see like my favorite shitty vampire franchise in Underworld get a couple of cards. You I mean, watch those movies with Kate Beckinsale. Oh yeah, they're terrible. I think I saw like the most recent one in theaters. It was hot garbage. I saw it on a oh, double yeah. like, date where this girl was telling us later that she had a dream where she was having sex with herself, and I was like, "This is a weird night. Could we leave?" That I I don't like this. <laughs> um, so I don't I mean, like that at all. I don't ever see there being. I don't know if they'll do Marvel or Star Wars because it's owned by Disney, but mm-hmm. I could see a Star Trek crossover. I really? think you a Star think, Trek universe is crossover? I mean, why like, the fuck not? Why wouldn't I? I'm sure. It. May, I mean, the thing is, I would love to see what companies I actually reached out to to do this mm-hmm. and that said no. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, that would be hilarious. Um, 
Because, yeah, I, I mean, I couldn't imagine Disney saying no to this. But, but, like, but all the big wigs at Wizards had to have thought to themselves, like, yeah, we should get the Avengers on this. I'm sure. And, I mean, maybe they're working on it. Like, we, we found out about Lord of the Rings and Warhammer, like, a year ago. And they're not coming out until, like, <laughs> later this year, next year. Doctor Who's not coming out until <laughs> next year. I mean, this this is still yeah. a new initiative. We know that it takes them years to make sense. Because before they even mm-hmm. start designing cards, I'm sure they design a few to pitch it. But, like, it yeah. takes a long time to make sets. And especially with IP, dude, you're dealing with so many moving pieces. They probably have to get every single card approved. And, I mean, mm-hmm. just knowing the process of getting different IPs approved is, oh, I could only imagine. Oh, yeah. Like, I would love to see I, uh, I would love to see a Star Trek uh, commander set like with like four or five decks uh so that you so you can give one to like you know kirk picard uh oh yeah way and like and cisco uh and then just have all four of them just be able to fight themselves and like and then sure like give one to like you know the klingon empire and the cardassians and yeah, dude, the borgs are you kidding it. me i would play the oh, yeah, fuck the out of a borg deck are you kidding i'll assimilate every single one of your commanders into my ass <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, no, wait. I would I would love to see a Star Trek one. That, I think I think that would be amazing. But uh, but yeah, like, I feel like it's I feel like that's just too big of a franchise. That uh, it's too big of a franchise that I don't think we'll ever see it happen. D- Doctor Who's been running for sixty years, dude. I don't know. Lord of the Rings. They literally mm-hmm. won Best Picture of the Year. Like it's I don't know. I don't think Star Trek is too big. I think it's mm-hmm. it's at the level of. Um, Stranger Things is a cultural phenomenon. Like, okay, oh, yeah. there's only four seasons, but like, that's huge. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah. there is and a now, lot of Stranger Things merch, but yeah, I mean, and now that um, now that Game of Thrones is back on everyone's radar, that's another franchise I feel like is probably back in for consideration. Even though, like, I yeah. do not want to see uh, a Game of Thrones themed one. Even though, like, it fits. I just don't care about Game of Thrones, but it absolutely fits the aesthetic. Did you watch it and don't like it, or you you just don't care? I I read the first two books and watched the first season and a half, and I was just like, I'm just done with this. I don't care. This is I'm very lukewarm just- on it. I en- I enjoy it when I watch it, but as soon as the episode's over, I don't think about it. Like I don't theorize or you know really talk mm-hmm. about it. But as I'm watching, I'm like, all right, okay, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. One of my one of my favorite. Uh, memories about game of thrones was when season nine was airing i had just gotten a new job and my boss and one of my co-workers were obsessed with game of thrones so they would come in every single monday and they, they look at me like you don't care if we spoil it right and I'm like nope just let me let me get my uh, bag of popcorn <laughs> and they would just bitch and moan for like an hour about how much they hated season nine of game of thrones yeah and it i mean i didn't me so happy I didn't care for it just as the most casual of viewers, but like people yeah. who really like Game of Thrones really didn't like it. Um, they're like, mm-hmm. well, hey, uh, Aegon Targaryen is blood. I'm like, I feel you. I'm not mad at you for feeling this way, but also <laughs> I don't give a shit. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, but yeah, like it's just one, it's one of those franchises that uh, I really like. I'm not going to be upset if the, if it comes to, if it comes to magic IP, because like it, it just works inside of uh, inside of a normal magic setting. But I don't know. I just don't. I just don't care for the franchise. The one that I really would not like to see is one that people have been joking about forever. Is uh, a Rick and Morty uh, secret layer or universe mm. beyond kind of thing. 
and if they do that, I Rick think and Morty just fans are just fucking toxic. Yes, yes, they are. Unfortunately, because the show is not that bad at all. Um, but the people who watch the show, which we did an episode on Talk Me Into on it, um, mm-hmm. we I just had this preconceived notion that it was a shitty show because the people who like it, the loud mm-hmm. people who like it, are generally yeah. you know like a Florida man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's uh yeah, like this like I want to like it. It's a smart show, but like I don't want to be associated with their fans. Oh, me either, dude. So yeah, I mean I, I think that this was a, a good chat about universes beyond. Um I guarantee we'll have more episodes about magic in the future. Uh, I know we already have some on our list, so we'll get to that when we get to that. And you know, Absolutely. as we go on, we'll do some more topical stuff. This is pretty topical as well, but um mm-hmm. If you like magic, I hope uh, you like this episode, whether you agree with us or disagree with us. Um, let me know. I'm on Twitter at Jeff Yourself. And Dante, what's and, your Twitter uh, handle I'm on Twitter. Days? I'm at Twitter at Dante Informal. It's kind of a slant rhyme, so it's you know kind of funny, but not really. I get it. Well, thanks <laughs> a lot for listening to this. And if you don't like us, and go Jeff Yourself. What? Yeah, Dante? I'm gonna stick with that. Right? Yeah. That sounds Yeah, if you don't like me, I don't have a pun with my name, I'm sorry. Yeah, go to he- go to hell. Cause Dante's Yeah, go to hell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go Jeff yourself and then go to hell. I'm kidding. Hell isn't real. God's dead. He was never alive. <laughs> Alright. Oh god, I hope your mom's not listening. She will. I'm going to listen. Oh, she'll just see a magic episode and she'll like call our church friends. Oh, we have to pray for my son. He's talking about the magic again. Oh. <laughs>